G'day punters and welcome to another episode of Racing React. We're back for the the new season, I guess you can say. We've had a one or two week hiatus, um, but the spring preview, the rosebud today, Blake, it's all happening. Spring is in the air. Um, the dabble, the locked in multi on dabble got up as well, of course. It did, the boys got it. Um, well done. Uh, floating artist, the place. The instructor, the, the place. The instructor, the place, and Pericles, the win. Yep. So, well done to the boys. Well done to those punters that followed. If you don't have a Dabble account, jump on board. Uh, leg up is your promo code so that we know that you are a Leg Up follower and you yep. automatically follow us. And um, hopefully we can organise you some merch and stuff like that if you uh, get involved. That's right. Live streams every couple of weeks. Yeah. We're on there. Giveaways right. galore. Great, great, great. It would have been nice yep. if um, I would have preferred bloody glint, glint of silver, who was really well supported uh, for members only in that. Yeah. Uh, what race was that? It was just race nine. It was just an open handicap, Pericles. Yes. Uh, I, I didn't expect him to land where he did. Like, no. He was given a real dig. I, I wouldn't have expected that first up. Um, but he was put into the race and he was too good. Madam Pomery was really good late. Mm. She closed hard, um, probably racing her this preparation. She, we might see the best of her last um, well, last spring, what she, she won a thousand guineas thousand last minutes, yep. spring, so maybe she's just a spring horse and maybe she's back in good order. She trialed really well, market didn't like her. Um, but you said P- perfect thought was off the bit a long way from home. I haven't watched the replay, but um, that's not a good sign for his preparation because he's got the sort of track that he needs. Yeah, I was a bit surprised. Obviously, first up in the autumn, he had a setback and he went to that South Pacific Classic on a heavy track and did the same thing again. His wheels spun, but I don't think he's a wet tracker, so. I guess that was sort of an easy, easy excuse to find for him. For him there, he went second up to that Queensland Guineas and stretched Kovalika all the way to the to the wire. So maybe he's just not a first up horse. He might take plenty of benefit, but yeah, certainly jury out a little bit with with what Perfect Thought did there. First up, yeah, hundred percent. I'm just having a look at this market at Mooney Valley. We, we we're recording this uh, before the day's finished, but Omni Man, he's just stayed firm. Sweet Ride has been really well supported, but. Inundation out the gate. Yeah, it went up like two dollars seventy uh, earlier in the week. What equal to favourite with Omni Man? Um, they actually put it up favourite earlier in the week, so it's out the gate out to five dollars fifty. Mick Price throwing a little bit of cold water on that horse during the week, saying he might have a breathing issue. So we're about to find out in about two minutes. So yeah, he does you have said the that track record there. You said that Mick Price has got a track record. Mick Price is a is cold a, water uh, specialist. He's a lying. Lying rat. <laughs> well, we've only got it 90 seconds, so let's um, we'll let's see if he can get out. his money on or not. Yeah, that's right. He might have got it out to the price that he <coughs> wanted to and and step in. Yeah, who knows? But uh, what about Sydney, the Rosebud? That's a race that can go in the bin, isn't it? I that's... think so, yep. Tis Invincible won, won the race. She was she was pretty easy in the market. Well backed earlier in the week. She was went just, up favourite. She was too short. She went up too yeah. short. She went up $2.50. Um, that was too short. I couldn't have been stepping in at that price. She's got out to $3.50 late. She was lighting up sort of on Betfair. Um, they wanted to back a few horses around them, but that's just a bunch finish. I haven't looked at the times or anything yeah. yet, um, but I reckon going forward that race can absolutely go in the bin. None of those horses can win the Golden Rose. I think I'm just trying to rack my brain. Last year it was it was Zuccarino won the race. Spacewalk ran second, but... What won the Golden Rose 12 yep, months so ago? Yeah, so nothing, nothing went really on. There that one horse from last year's Rosebud ran in the Golden Rose. Right. And that was yep. seven acne run 10th. Yeah. So yep. been the race. Uh, do you know in the first 14 years of the Rosebud, yep. not one 
winner of the Golden Rose even That's running it, contesting it. the race. So it, it's I, even just like looking at sort of where the good horse. I say the good horses is in the the two year old. The, the autumn winners, the likes of Shinzo, Militarise, Cylinder, like none of them were have been there today. They're all still a, a week or two away. So I can it makes sense. The run to the rose, no doubt, the um the number one lead up into the Golden Rose. Uh, yeah, hundred percent. The, the San Domenico, up and coming stakes, those sort of races. Two winners have come from the Rosebud. Um Ole Kirk yep. and in the Congo. From the run to the rose, not the rosebud. 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 Yeah. Rosebud. Oh. So I think there was 14 years when, when oh, none. Oh, right, okay. Yep. And then those two. Those two. And then last nothing. year, nothing yep. again. So yep. um, those two have come through the Rosebud. Uh, I think there's a horse we, we watched a, maybe at Kembla or something mm, during Newcastle. the week. Newcastle. Newcastle. What Mor- was his name? Moravia. Moravia. Yep, he was a very good win. He was. He might be able to go on to a race like that. I, I like emerging horses for that sort of race because yep. we don't know how like all the horses at the top of the golden rose market uh well they have exposed form but we don't know how they're going to come back as three-year-olds yeah it's it's it, it's easy enough to have a, a great two-year-old campaign like shinzo looks like he's come back but are we going to see because he needs to go on with the job yep. to be the top three-year-old again. That's so right. That's, a, until, that's why it's rare. Keep in mind, until last year, there was that golden slipper curse where the golden slipper winner struggled to win another race. Um, you know, especially that spring Fireburn, she won the she won the sires at her next start, and then didn't win again until she won the roses at Doombin in the in the winter. So, um, you know, like you, you, you ignore the the outlier there, Fireburn on that really wet track year, um, maybe. Maybe the the slipper curse could be back, and Shinzo could be kaput. It could be. It could well and truly back. Um, I just watched that race. I've seen the finish of that. Seen but the finish. Omni Man was a, a little bit stiff, actually. I, I don't know. Didn't I didn't watch leave. the start, um, but he wasn't. He he. I would have expected him to be right on speed, and he he must have missed it a, a half a stride. But mm. he's he's run super, uh, measured up. Sweet ride gets the job done. Yeah. Key gear change for Sweet Ride. Me off. You off? Yep. I've so. been on first two runs. Well, I backed him last preparation when at Moody Valley when he ran into uh, S- uh, Sajardin. Sajardin, yeah, yes. that's right. You're, you're right. He could be a um, – could he be like a Moya Stakes Manicato horse? Wait for age. He's, he'd be four I wouldn't say no. I wouldn't say no. I yeah. think Omni Man definitely is, so yep. uh, we'll find out soon enough. But we will. Yeah. Um, a horse to follow. Yeah, give us one. I'm going to give you one. Okay. Um, I think Charlton Lane's the horse to follow out of the meeting at Rose Hill. I think he's a very good horse. Um, we saw the best of him in Australia on, on debut, and then he was really well supported last start, and he just didn't have the same punch. We saw that punch back today. Great ride by Collett um, getting onto the back of the favourite at a stage and then just jumping off and, and really strong late. So he's a horse that can progress to straight stakes great. I'm not sure where he goes or what sort of grade he can get to. But I, I do think that he's a stakes horse for sure. What sort of distance range do you think? That was 1,400 today. Is that sort of I, I think um, a mile will see him out this preparation yeah. for sure because he's yeah. he was 1,500 metres back to 1,400 metres there. Um, I, it wasn't the, the fact that he didn't get 1,500 yeah. last start. He just wasn't the same horse as he was first up. Uh, they did put a tongue tie on him, so maybe they, they thought that he had some type of breathing issue uh, last time. But... I think he's a horse that we can follow. Um, he'll continue to progress through the grades. Yep. 
He's a four-year-old, so no doubt probably purchased as a potential Golden Eagle prospect when they bought him. He obviously won his debut round at Newcastle and then beaten at Kempton Park. Looking at that in, okay. in the well, UK. Yeah, so yeah. maybe, maybe that sort of they aim up at a, at a race sure like that. I'm not sure what sort of price he would be in a Golden Eagle, but um, yeah. you, I don't know. You'd think he'd be a 51 shot. but You'd have to think it's so. It's a benchmark 78, but... Um, your horse to follow. Yeah, um, I'm going to jump ship. I was going to make floating artist. Well, like I suppose we can we can have two horses yeah, to follow. Yeah, go, go. Well, floating artist. Floating artist. He ran fourth in the Melbourne Cup a couple of years ago. We didn't see him for 12 months, and then we sort of started to see him. He put in a really good run first up, um, sort of last preparation, I suppose. How's that for a fun fact? Just that's random. Chalton Lane on debut got beaten by oh, floating spirit, not floating artist. Okay, well that was going to be a really that was going to be an eerie coincidence. There, yeah, well, don't, um, you know what they say? You shouldn't ruin a, a good story with the truth. So that's right. Floating got artist. beaten by floating artist. Wow. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, floating artist. So he, he he was about eighteen months off the scene after his Melbourne Cup fourth place. He put in a really good run at Bendigo back in April, and then just didn't really go on with it. He ran seventh in the in the Hawkesbury Cup. Um, went back to the trials, first up at Flemington the other day. He worked home all right, and then today he got the job done at Mooney Valley over the 2,040 metres. I'd say he's on a Melbourne Cup path again. Um, there, was, there was a lot to like about that win. He's an eight-year-old now, but he's only had the 21 starts. He's won six of them with the Mar and Eustace camp, so if anyone can get the best out of him over those longer trips, it's them. And the other one, Blake, that was another winner that I think we can we can stick with was race five at Rose Hill today, Alentia. Um, a lot to like about this girl, isn't it? Oh, there? yeah, very, very much so. She um, she sort of really caught everyone's attention when she won it at the midweekers at Doombin um, back in December and then she went to Eagle Farm and she ran them again. And I'm not sure, they may, maybe just tried to force one too many out of her when they went to the, the Rising Stars Phillies and Mares race on the Gold Coast. She started... Dollar sixty five favourite, and she was beaten one point eight that day. Um, but they put her away. She won a Group Three in the autumn, beating the likes of Opal Ridge, Magic Time, who was really short. But first up today, off a couple of nice trials. Um, it was only a benchmark eighty eight, but geez, she sort of uh, well, from where she was, she sort of was a bit slow away, got back, and then she was up with the leaders at the top of the yeah, straight. Yeah, she was, just, she was simply stripes. too good for them. Yep. She was simply too good for them um, because she's overcome uh, that draw, gone back and and put the race away at the top of the straight. So really good win and can go on to bigger and better things. Yep. Um, interested to see what they do with Extremely Lucky considering mm-hmm. he was the horse that was supposed to come out of that, or was supposed to go around in that race today and, and they've, they've done the backflip uh, at the 11th hour. They um, And they've... They've left Alentia in and scratched extremely lucky. So you said maybe the show county for him next week. So yeah, interesting so. to see if he turns up there, Group 3 race. He must be absolutely flying. I'll, I'll be interested to see what price they put up on Monday when they, they put the all-in markets up. You'd imagine they'll do for a all-in like market that. Yeah, hopefully they county. go up yep. 10 or 12 to 1. That'd be nice. Yep. Um, we'll see how that plays out. Uh, I want to test your racing memory. Okay, test, test me. Yep. Yep, test me. A little bit of a topical one, I suppose. We've got the Wink Stakes coming up next week. Okay. Um, Chris Waller, he's won a lot of Wink Stakes. Of course, the great man won a few. Um, but here we go, Blake. Let's see how good you are. Who am I? I was Chris Waller's first winner in what was then the Warwick Stakes. First uh, winner? Yeah. First group? So, yeah, first winner of the Warwick Stakes, okay, the okay, Wink okay, Stakes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. You, got, you got me? I raced 23 times, nine wins, 
and won $1.9 million in prize money. In my three-year-old season, I won a Group 1 Randwick Guineas and then backed it up with a narrow victory in the Rose Hill Guineas. I went on and ran second in the Queen Elizabeth the same year. I then had 12 months off the scene. I went to Brisbane. I won the Hollandale. I won the Doomben Cup. And then I returned in the spring winning the Warwick Stakes. Okay. okay. <coughs> I won one more race, which was at Group 1 level, which was a George Ryder in 2012. Okay. I wore black silks black. with yellow, like I had four yellow arrows on the chest, okay. yellow sleeves, black stars. Jeez, I'm stumped on that. Stumped. I'm, I'm a bit surprised that he won. Yellow sleeves, black stars. Yeah. So I was originally trained by Jack Denham. And then I moved to Chris Waller in 2010. Okay. Um, do you know who he beat in the Warwick Stakes? Like what, what were the horses that yeah. were around him? Yep. So in the Warwick Stakes, Tim Clark rode me. I beat Triple Honor, Dan Lee. It's a Chris Waller trifecta. It is a Chris Waller trifecta. What else have we got there? Purple. She was a good mare. Thessio ran fifth. Yep, okay. Yep. Pompey Ruler beat me in the Queen Elizabeth. I can remember it. Froggy Newitt rode Pompey yeah, Ruler. Pompey Ruler. Yep. What does it start with? Two words, M-B. I've gotcha. I thought, I was a bit surprised to be honest that this horse had won as many group ones as it had. B, M-B. Okay, give it to me. Metal Bender. Bender. Oh, yeah. No, I would never have got I've that. got it. Metal Bender. Yeah, I do remember the horse, yeah. but I don't remember. A Metal bit of Bender. a surprise to me when I sort of – I saw a, a video of it somewhere the other day and I went, oh, Metal Bender. I remember him. That was a good one. Yeah. That was good. That was tough. That was tough. Metal Bender. Jeez. Even given the I, – I, like I was a bit surprised to see him win three or four group ones. Yeah, Imagine if you won a Rose Hill Randwick Guineas – Run second in a Queen Elizabeth, win a Warwick Stakes, win a George Main and finish with only $1.9 million in prize money these days. Yeah, definitely. Be definitely. a five or $6 million horse. I think Triple Honor was... Um, he went Triple Doncaster. Was, was, was that Chris Waller's first Group 1 winner? Rings a bell. Maybe not. Maybe it was his first Doncaster winner. Yeah. I don't know. But no, Bossy rode him in the Doncaster. He I did. reckon he actually ran second to Weekend Hustler in the Rose Hill Guineas. Triple honour. And there was a narrow margin. Rose Hill Guineas. Maybe the Randwick Guineas. Um, but that yeah, it from us? I today? think that's about it from us. Uh, have a great week. Uh, if you haven't joined Members Only yet, jump on board. We've got uh, the Wink Sale, which are counting down 33 days until the Wink Stakes. Mm-hmm. Get one month free. We've only got about seven days to go. So jump on board the Wink Sale. Uh, become a member. I think we are currently plus 161 units or so in August. So absolutely yep. red hot. Red hot. Um, that will be equate to around $1,610 for a $10 punter. So jump on board. Uh, plenty of winners in there. Yep, that's right. Thanks as always. Blake. 
Thanks, Thanks punters. punters. Have a great day. Good luck. Oh,